welcome to episode three of the details of life with marcus wilson i am your host marcus wilson and first of all i just got to say thank you thank you thank you to all you guys who have been watching and supporting we are now over 2500 views and listens between youtube and the podcast platforms and so you know that's just amazing that in only two weeks is kind of picking up some steam but we're still growing i mean i'm seeing it grow every day and so just thank you for to you guys for really you know supporting what I'm doing and getting it out. But you know I really don't do this for the views. I do this because I actually love talking to people and bringing their stories to life. You know, and that's why it's called the details of life. And so that's what we're going to do right now. Getting into this episode with Robert Allen. Some of you guys may know him better as Coach Rob, one of the best trainers in the country. I've been knowing this guy for years. We used to hoop together back in. Uh, Kennesaw, Georgia at the LA Fitness. We always joke that we should have our shirts hanging from the rafters, uh, not our jerseys, but our shirts because we used to go in there and hoop. But, you know, he played at Temple, which we're going to get into that coach, uh, played for the legendary coach John Chaney. But I remember when he first started training back in like 2011, uh, he just had one guy and just built it up and built it up and built it up to where he is now to where he's really one of the best trainers in the country, in my opinion. And then, you know, when he first started training, we the next year, we coached this with the Southern Stampede, and so we go way back. But I remember when he just started training, we we had some of our players. He brought them on to the Southern Stampede and just built it up and just grinded. And now here he is uh, training guys like Ashton Hagens, starting point guard at University of Kentucky. Could have came out last year as a first-round draft pick, but really uh, came back and is improving his, his draft stock right now. So it's going to be another first-round draft pick that Coach Rob is training. You know, he trains uh, Chumo Kiki. I don't know if you guys remember him, but he was dynamic player for University of Auburn in their Final Four run. If he doesn't get hurt, who knows? I think Auburn might win that Final Four. And so he's coming back from his injury, and Chuma can really hoop. You know, but he was still the first-round draft pick, number 16 pick of the 2019 draft. You know, Rob also trains Dwayne Bacon, uh, another highly, highly touted guy coming out of high school, was an, another draft pick. He's now currently playing with the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, he also plays, I remember when he first started training Jordan Tucker out of, out of Atlanta. You know, Atlanta's just full of talent, and these guys are starting to realize, like, if you want to improve your game and improve your handle, go see Coach Rob. And he trains Jordan Tucker, who signed with Duke out of high school, has since then transferred, is now playing for University of Butler and having a good career. And, and uh, he also trains Bryce Brown, who's another guy out of Auburn, uh, first-team All-SEC player, who's currently playing in the G League. And those are just some of the two off the top of my head that I know that he trains. And so, you know, he's got even more guys in, the, in, in his arsenal that are building up because, again, if you want to get your game right, you need to see Coach Rob. Trust me, I'm not just saying that because that's my friend. Like, you, you can see from some of the clips, I mean, he just – he knows what he's doing. So whether you're in Atlanta or you got the uh, resources to fly him out where, where you're at, you need to get with Rob. So with that being said, oh, before we go into that, I need to let y'all know, I took your advice. I saw some comments on YouTube and stuff, and y'all said, looks like I was growing horns because I had the Air Force flag in the back of my last podcast. Uh, but, you know, my son is in the Air Force, so I was trying to represent him, but, you know, I don't want to look like I'm growing horns. So I went ahead and put on my jersey. So I got my Evansville jersey, and I got a jersey from when I played in France. Uh, that's a kitty jersey. I remember, you know, it feels good to see people wearing your jersey. I know it's not an NBA jersey, but people's wearing my jersey in other countries, and I cop one, and my son's got one, so just hung those up in the background so y'all see the different scenery. But without further ado, let's go ahead and talk and, and talk to Rob Allen and see what he's got to say. All right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Details of Life with Marcus Wilson. Today I got my friend, man. I've been knowing him for quite a few years. Uh, we coached together, uh, AAU. Yep. Uh, 
I think we the all time leading scorers at LA Fitness Kennesaw, <laughs> uh, LA Fitness Legends. Oh <laughs> uh, my man, Rob Allen. Some of y'all may know him as Coach Rob. What's up, Rob? What's up? What's up, man? You 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 right about that. Uh, <laughs> I always say they need to um, put our jersey, well our shirts. Yeah, hang our shirts Shirt, from yeah, the Raptors. Yeah, hang our shirts from Fitness. the Raptors. Uh, you know, man, it's a blessing being on your podcast, man. We've been friends for a long time. Just seeing, you know, where we. We both started and where we are now. Yeah. So um, that's the beautiful thing about it, man. Because yeah. I think when we first start, when I first started rocking with you, man, I, I was in transition. I had got done playing pro ball. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was going to be doing with my job. Mm-hmm. You was kind of in transition, and you was, you know, trying to figure out did you want to coach and uh, did you, you know, I, I don't think you had even started. Tra- I mean, you was training a little bit, but yep. not like at this level, which yeah. we're gonna get into all that. Yep, but yep, uh, yep. We, I met you, man, and we we was coaching. Uh, mm-hmm. with the Southern Stampede, and you had some guys then. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so how did you, you know, you was coaching, and then all of a sudden, man, I knew you was training some guys, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden I just start seeing you on the gram and seeing you on social media, and it's like you're getting more and more. So yeah. explain, man, how did you go from where you was at at LA Fitness, hooping, training a couple young guys, mm-hmm. to all of a sudden starting to train five-star players and, and some of the best players in, in Atlanta. Yeah, um, um, it's a testament to God. One thing, man, I, I I don't take it for granted. And if I told you I'd be where I am right now, I, I'd be lying to you. Right. Um, it's just some opportunities. Just like I said, you know, me and you met just, you know, just the respect level playing basketball at yeah. the gyms, knowing that, you know, you had success. You were still playing, too, at yeah. one time. Yep. And um, just going through those wars, and I don't think people understand. Like I know people say LA Fitness Basketball, but we man, had, we had some was hoopers, hoopers in that in gym. There. Yeah, I, I, it had been NBA players in there. Yeah, and I you know those were the days. Like it's not like that no more. But you know, real recognized, real. Yeah, and it's crazy out that gym that it's another guy that trains out that gym now that was with us. Oh yeah, yeah, Kevin McConnell. He played at Kansas State. I remember yeah, yeah, played at so Kansas all State. All us was in there yep. playing. And I still remember to this day, man, it was just, um, it all came about just uh, trying to give back to the community. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Cause I remember you was training guys and yeah. wasn't charging much yeah, or yeah. anything at I all. It, it's funny, I had, uh, before the Southern Stampede, when we was with that, uh, and you know, me and you talked about that, I was working with this uh, team called the Cobb Purple Knights. <laughs> it was Cobb Marietta. Okay. Um, I just wanted to give back you know, just help some kids. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't even about training, just helping some kids. And they weren't the greatest team. Uh, right. I remember the heat check. The uh, heat check was all right. Yeah, yeah, the heat, heat check, check was all right. Uh, by my man, uh, <laughs> my man runs the heat check. Um, and uh, he, he ran, he ran and they had like the best like middle school team I've ever seen. Like yeah. they were taller than me. <laughs> my kids, they had beat my kids. They had beat the kids like by eighty to like five. Dang. So I came in and uh, just tried to help them. We played them again. Got beat like sixty to twenty five. So we, <laughs> we know, improved. We, we improved twenty points. <laughs> um, so my man Jerome ran the heat check. But um, I mean, it's funny. I had a kid, and you know who I'm talking about. Had a kid, a uh, little white kid by mm-hmm. the name of Ricky. I know Ricky. Ricky Shearman. Yep. Um, called me one day and was like, yo, uh, he, and that's how I got the name Coach Rob. It was from him. Okay. 
And um, he was like, Coach Rob, my um, he just called me out the blue. He was like, yo, I want to um, – I need somebody to train. Like, mm-hmm. teach me. He was like, I see you play in the gyms. And he was like, could you teach me the stuff that you're doing right now? Mm-hmm. And he was like, could you train me? And I thought it was funny because, you know, back in our day, we didn't have no trainers. Right. The way we learned how to play basketball was we played. Yeah, just hoop. We hoop. Um, so he was like, yeah. My dad said he'll pay you if you do it. So I looked at it. Hey, I was uh, right. I was working. <laughs> I had I got my degree in accounting, so I was working as an accountant. Yep. And then I was like, this would be some extra money on on my check. I remember so I all could, this. So I could you know help. But I tell people this: if it wasn't for him, it would be no Coach Rob. And what's funny is I was with that kid. You can attest to this. Mm-hmm. Me and him in the gym every day. Yeah. Like. I only had one client for two years, and I wasn't even looking at him as a client. I just looked at him as, you know, a kid that I was trying to help, and he brought something out of me that I didn't know I was good at. Yeah. Um, A gift, and then that's when I came to you, and I was like, yo, why don't me and you coach together? Yeah. Uh, Let's get this Southern Stampede team. You know, we went to uh, Al, shout out to Al, um, Durham. Um, Called him, was like, yo. I mean, I reached out to every AAU team, and he was the one that reached back. I got 15s. Now, it was a challenge. It was you, a challenge. You, trust me. <laughs> we, we came late in the game, so we didn't get to recruit kids. Yep, yep. Um, didn't get to do any of that. So, I still remember, I, and I told you this, we had trials, and how many people showed up? Probably about seven guys. Yeah, it wasn't even <laughs> enough for a team. We was just going to take we whatever just, yeah, was there. We was just going to take whatever was Right. And um, we took these kids, man, and um, – we, you know, we went and found another kid by the name Rendez. You remember with the Kim South Hoop. Yep, we went. So we were just trying to pick up the pieces, like like uh, Tracy Morgan said on Martin, picking up the pieces. <laughs> so we were going around finding yep. guys. And, um, you know, I remember that night and I told you, I was like, hey, we had another 15 team. And remember, we, we, uh, we scrimmaged them. Yep. And I don't think you could make it that night. And I told you, I was like, if we get beat, I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. And that team that we had beat that other team. Yep. And I was like, man, this could be – I mean, I'm not saying we're going to win a lot of games, but we got some – we got a little bit of talent on here. Yeah, we had three real good guards. Yep, three real good guards. And, you know, it's funny. All those guards are seniors in college. That's crazy how time <laughs> fly, man. They are about to graduate from college. Crazy how time Michael, fly. Austin, yep. and Ricky. Yep, yep. They're all about to graduate. And, uh, you know, I, I just started working those guys out. And I and I had to give you credit, too, because we worked well together. Yeah. You was the X's and O's guy. Yep. You was the guy to come up with the plays. Yep. Not to say I didn't – I couldn't, but you was the X's and O's right. guy. I would leave everything you. And I was just the player development guy. Yep. You know, we, we worked well together, and we had those kids. And, I mean – from there, man, it's just I just started to kind of promote myself. Um, I got a, my barber, uh, Dre the Barber. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the first person to tell me to get an Instagram page. And I was just like, man, I don't want to get on there and yeah. show what I be doing because yeah. somebody might steal it. Yep. And he, he told me something. He was like, yo, don't you think everybody knows how to do a ball fade? Everybody know how to do a shadow fade. He was like, but my product, I just think my product is better. So Mm -hmm. you can take it if you want. And I still remember to this day, 
I saw um, Handle Life, Johnny, Johnny mm-hmm. that has Handle Life. Yeah. And he was on YouTube, put a camera at the top, and he was dribbling. And what's funny is you never know who's watching. That's why I try to tell kids right, right. or anybody. Like, and he said he was doing that Instagram. I was even watching it on on uh, YouTube, and Kibble Arenas called him. And that's how he started. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Gilbert Reed saw his... Uh, what man, he social media is a powerful yeah. tool, And man. see, at that time, I didn't know how powerful it was. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start a page. I started working out guys, uh, kids. Started working kids. Didn't have no big-time guys. Right. right. And um, I think my break was when I met um, Chris Williams. Okay. Um, met Chris Williams with uh, he was with the Georgia Stars at the time. That's right. That's um, right. Um, and he brought me in. He was like, "Yo, I got some guys you might want to train." Um, it, it was about the relationships. Yeah. And then it moved from him to getting with uh, Winfrey Jordan with the Express and their their Darby. Um, they started letting me work some of their guys out, and then that's when. You know, the guys started, I started getting, like, big-time names. Yeah. But um, even before that, man, I thought I remember, didn't, uh, Pat, wasn't, uh, Josh Passner, like, he was a fan of yours. Didn't he see some of your work or something? Or? Yeah, I mean, um, it wasn't just him. Uh, it was a lot of other people. Like, coaches, like, people were starting to yeah, catch on. Like, like man, like, like, if you want to get uh, your game right, I heard this yeah, dude is good. Josh, so then Josh, pe- I mean, I, I always have a... You know, uh, in debt to Josh Pastner, like he would he would get calls and tell people, hey, they need to work out with me, and that's not yeah. even him, like not even recruiting, right? Um, like just saying, just you want to improve your game, like, and, and I tell people all the time, like I used to reach out to coaches or yeah, other trainers, like I you never want to make you never want to think you're the smartest guy in the room, mm-hmm. so I would always reach out, and I remember he was kind enough. I was like, yo, I'm. I'm here in Atlanta. I know you're here. Do you mind if I come to your office, sit down and talk to you? And I still remember he told me, he's like, I got, I don't got nothing but five minutes. And that five minutes turned to 45 minutes. Yeah. And, you know, it, it was, you know, he was one That's of the guys. Up. He was one of the guys. But, man, just those guys, uh, Chris and, and uh, Darby and Winfrey, let me uh, get some of their guys. And then, you know, I, I learned this um, at the time. I wasn't even looking at it as this way. But when you have that guy in the city that everybody respects and knows, yeah, yeah. that's when you'll get notoriety. So, you know, when I first moved here and I really started getting on the basketball scene, you know, you know, you had Al Tariq Gilbert was here mm-hmm. and Kobe Simmons. And I knew who trained Al Tariq. It was Swain. Mm-hmm. And then you had, you know, the young bull phenomenon, you yep. know, uh, Colin Sexton, and my my guy uh, Nick Nick Stapleton trained him. Okay. So you know, um, just just continue to do my work. Get a DM um, from Ashton Hagen, and I was working his cousin now, uh, Rudy, uh, that played at Columbus State, that went to Dalton State. Um, great player, mm-hmm. um, and hit me up. Was like, yo, can we work out? This and that, and uh, I was like, cool. And then, you know, I talked to Chris about it, and then I just now, started working. Well, yeah. now when he hit you up, was that the summer that he was blowing up when that 16U team was playing on the 17U circuit and, and winning? Yeah. Up? So we had started. Yeah, that was about around about his 
sophomore year in high school. Like right, he was playing hoops. on that team. Like right for hoop skipping. Like right, right. He, because I remember I was coaching AAU at the time, and yeah. they was a young team playing mm-hmm. up. It was him, Josh Nickelberry, and a dude I think his Christian name was Brown. Christian Brown from South Carolina. These dudes were sixteen years old, beating seventeen U teams yeah. on the on the on the on the Adidas circuit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, I feel like even before that, like who was your first big guy? Because uh, I think you had a guy, you know, you had a guy that went to Duke or Kentucky or something. Uh, or so, so Cause like, the first, cause I remember the first that. guy, the first guy, like, it was the big guy was Ashton. Then right after that, it was Jordan Tucker. Yep. Yeah, that's I was working out. Yep. I was working out Jordan Tucker. And he ended up going to Duke, right? Yep. Yep, that's Jordan, right. Jordan went to Duke. Um, and then after that, man, it was just. Well, that's all it takes. Because you got two five-star players. It was. It was and everybody it else want to rock with that, you. But, yeah, man, it was. You know, I, I appreciate, you know, their parents, um, Marvin Haggins and um, Lou Tucker, you know, just giving me the opportunity to work with those guys. And, yeah. you know, and I, I also had to say some of the, the the head trainers, like one of the guys that were kind of uh, pivotal and, you know, being, you know, open, open his arms to me was Dez. Mm. Uh, mm. Desmond Eason, Eastman um, at Wheeler. You know, I, I got to meet him. He was very interesting. So for any of y'all that's not from Atlanta, Wheeler is a powerhouse yeah, yeah, every year. Yeah, in Game uh, Elite, uh, Worldwide, Renegades, yeah. you know, they, they – so he was one of, you know, uh, Desmond trained Jalen Brown. Yeah. So um, Mar, 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 Ashton Dad put me in contact with him. And, uh, you know, he was gracious enough to talk to me about certain things and, you know, tell me certain things. And then, you know, I saw guys like Mark Edwards – uh, you had Ryan Harrow yeah. at the time, uh, so you know, cause I'm not, I went from here, so you know. And, Man, and that's a name I heard in a minute, Ryan Harrow. That dude yeah. was tough. He was tough. Yeah, he was. Yeah, tough. He was, I remember the first time I met that kid. He was at uh, the YMCA on uh, Piedmont, Piedmont Road, uh-huh. and Demond Stevens, Kobe, Kobe Simmons' dad. They used to have Lou Will. Lou Will used to have an AAU team. Mm. I remember seeing that kid in um <laughs> in the Y, and man, I ain't never seen a kid with handles like that. Yeah. I mean, you know I can handle the yeah, ball. You've yeah. seen it, but that kid had like man, the handle on was, a string. He was nice, and he was nice. Yeah. And the mom was like, "Yo, he gonna be the next big thing around." I was like, "I thought he was too." Yeah, he was like, "He gonna be the next big." I was like, "This little kid," he was like, I'm "Telling you." Yeah, and it's crazy, but you know, like. The, the main guy for me was, you know, Ashton. Like yeah. we, we um, yeah, like that, you know, man. Yeah, and so you, I mean, you still rock with him now. You know, he yeah. looks like he's gonna be. Uh, all things go according to plan, man. He's a projected first round draft pick this year. I've heard Calipari talking good about him, and so mm-hmm. how do you, man? You know, for some of these young guys, you know, that's one of the purpose of what we're doing here. At Details of life is to make sure that. You know, we giving some of this knowledge, some of this game back to these young guys because mm. we was young guys needing game at some point. But mm. how, once you start getting guys, is it difficult uh, to maintain relationships because you know other guys, other trainers going to try to come in? Uh, do you find yourself having to go out and trying to recruit, or is it really just word of mouth at this point? Um, it's word of mouth. Like I don't think you have to recruit. Um, I always say, man, if you do good, yeah, man, people come. So. You know, and and I mean, you know, like I know, man, it's been, and and don't let nobody tell you this. Like, if you start working with a player, like it doesn't mean they haven't worked with anybody before you. Yeah. So, 
um, I think a lot of people try to latch on to people. Mm-hmm. If you understand what I'm saying, like just doesn't, you know, because we've all touched. I mean, I know Dez to touch, asked him before and touch. Yeah. And you know, like last year, you know, two years for two years I've been training Chuma. We yep. got drafted by. Yep. Um, Orlando, and I've known he's touched other trainers, but yeah. um, you know, I just say. You know, it's 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 relationships, people that you relate yourself with that put you in contact with with the kid, with the person or the family, or it's word of mouth. Um, yeah, I'm not into the, you know, DMing DMing the kid or like, hey man, come work with me. Yeah. This yeah. and that. I just I just feel like my work speaks for itself, and you know, if you want to work out with me, you can. If you don't, don't. Um, yeah. But just like I said, man, it's been. You know, I never knew I would work out somebody, you know, work two miles until I met, you know, certain people that put us in contact with each other or, yeah. you know, or just like I said, Ashton or the, I mean, the Jordan Tuckers or yep. um, just, just different people, man. Like, it, it's just about relationship. Yeah. And so and I think when you do well, people try to, you know, like, go to him or yep. go to him or go to him. So yep. Yeah. Speaking of Chuma, man, he was. I know he suffered an injury. Where is he at in his recovery? And how's how's um, he? How's all that um, going? He's doing good, man. Um, he's right now. He's in a brace, so they got him running and mm-hmm. shooting. And um, I think the target date, and he he can get me if I'm wrong, but I think the target date is for him to play in the summer league. Okay. Uh, this year, you know, unfortunate, because uh, I can tell you, man, the summer that summer. Yeah, he was like before before his sophomore year. Um, I never forget. I talked somebody talked to me, and I know Ashton was a was a you know people were projecting to go lottery last year as a true freshman, and people always and I know somebody asked me like, yeah, I know Ashton was going. I was like, man, the kids, y'all got to watch out for Chuma. Mm-hmm. Like just getting in the gym with him and and seeing like the, the the potential. Like I saw him playing high school. Yeah. And um, just to see the progression, and he worked. Like when I tell you, he worked that yeah. summer. And I was just telling. I mean, I talked to scouts, um, general managers that you know that I've been blessed to meet throughout yeah. this process. And I remember, and it was like, I don't know. And I was like, Yeah, I'm telling y'all, yeah. trust me. And then you know, you saw his progression, progression, and then he got to the tournament. I mean, I'm I'm here to say, if he doesn't yeah. get hurt. He's top. He's a lottery pick. And if he don't get hurt, Auburn might win that. Whole yeah, time. they might win that championship. Yeah. Um, I, you know, and yeah, they did beat Kentucky. So I was. <laughs> it was like one of them games where you know, and then I got you know I worked with Bryce Brown too. So mm-hmm. it's crazy. Like I had guys on one side, guys on another. So yeah, I didn't want to cheer for anybody, but you know, I, you know, but um, just to see you know Bryce now is with the uh, Red Claws. Okay. With the G League, yeah, um, but man, just you know, he's he's doing fine. You know, he's Good. trying to keep his spirits up. You know, I know he hates he's not playing this year, and you know, I don't want people. You know, you know, you out of sight, out of mind, so yeah. people don't know. Like, but I mean, you trust me, he, nah, he legit. He'll, he'll I can't wait a, to see him come back. He'll have a great career, man. In the NBA, I know he will. So, man, I know you're usually pretty humble about who you work with, man, but mm-hmm. let some of the people know. You know, I, I know you, and some other people who follow you on social media, Coach Rob, you know, might know you know you that way. But mm-hmm. who are some of the some names that, of people that you either consistently have worked with or have worked with in the gym 
D1 players, pro players that you work with? Um, Who's been on, on that roster? Oh, uh, man. You named quite a few. Ashton, Ashton Chuma, Chuma, Bryce Brown, Bryce Brown, Jordan Tuck, Tucker. Yeah, Tuck. Um, um, got the opportunity to work with Dwayne Bacon. Oh, okay. Um, was with Charlotte. Um, uh, Trey Wade is at Wichita State. Mm-hmm. Trevin Wade, the player Mount Verde. He's going to East Kentucky. Okay. Uh, who else, man? Uh. I was in the gym this summer with uh, with with my guy Olin, and um, with Olin who trains uh, Shay Alexander, you know. Okay. Um, like, uh, and I got a couple of top high school guys that I work out now. Um, uh, Davon Smith mm-hmm. goes to Grayson. Um, he's going to Mississippi State. Uh, Kendarius K D Johnson, um, who's going to Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, been in Christian Brown. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you got an extensive. I mean, I wanted the people to understand. Yeah, there's it, an extensive it's a, list. It's a, it's a lot of D1 like, players, if I, if college I'm, players. If I'm missing you, man, it's no, no <laughs> ill will. Right. Like, hey, I love, I love everybody. So, yeah. um, but that's just some guys just off the top of my head, and uh, you know it'll be, it'll be more, more, yeah. and more. So, so man, uh, close up a little bit. But uh, mm-hmm. so wh- who? When when you name when you see all these players and we've seen a lot of players come through and like you said we think he gonna be good or whatever but when you in the gym what's some of the characteristics that you see what what do some of the best players have in common mentally uh, or physically whatever like you know what are some of the things that you'd be like man that 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 kid's got it I mean you know with me man you if I see that you have the want to. That's number I, one. I, I, That's number I one. Love you guys, want it. I love guys that ask questions. Yeah. I mean, did I play in the NBA? No. Um, but, you know, I study a lot. Um, so a guy that asks questions, like, you know, what did you see? Like, how did you do that? How yeah. did you see this? And um, the guys that's asking questions usually yeah. are coming to the gym yeah. on their own. You yeah. ain't got to beg them. You yeah. ain't got to be and, that and, trainer and, to call and, them like, hey, and, man, can we get in the and, gym and today? That, and that right there is one of my biggest pet peeves. Yeah. Any any kid can tell you this. Like, I don't care who it is. Like, anybody I work with, I'm not calling you to work out. Yeah. I shouldn't have to beg that's you just, to come in here and play this that's, game. That's just not what I'm about to do. Yeah. I'll never do it because um, I've always known if you want something, you'll get it. Yep. Um. So those guys, and I have to admit, like the only the, the kid that was on time, uh, Ricky was the was, yeah was the I mean yeah you know he's right now playing Division three basketball in Boston, and you know it's funny it was bittersweet. Um, we had our last workout two weeks ago because mm-hmm. he's deciding after he finishes, he's done. He's done. And, you know, that was a bittersweet moment because we started in L.A. Fitness and yeah. we ended up. And, um, but and like he, you said, he, he was, was the one, one that started kids. you yeah, off. Really? He was one of the kids that I didn't have to, hey, man, meet me at the gym at this time. He was yeah. like, hey, I'm coming at such and such. Can you go? Yeah. So the want to, um, I mean, I, I don't focus on the sweating part. You know, you do want to work hard, but you also want to work right. Right. You know, you don't just want to have a workout and just sweat. You know, that's just like, to me, going on the treadmill, running all this sweat, and then you go eat a burger right after you do that. 
Right. I mean, you just defeated, no sense. Yeah, yeah. You defeated the purpose. So, um, the want to, um, just the willing to listen. Yeah. You know, not trying to be, okay, I know everything, or you know, those those are the guys. So the ones that want to and listen, those those are my main things. Like when you get in the gym. So. Got you. I mean, as long as you do that, we good. So, uh, last question, man, mm-hmm. before we get into our, I do a thing called uh, Details of Life Q&A where I give you some rapid round questions. But, okay. man, what's next? Before we do that, what's next for you, man? What, what, what can we expect to see? Are you, uh, you know, you trying to, would you get back, would you go into coaching? Are you cool in your lane, just training, training NBA guys, college guys? What, what What's next for you on the horizon, man? You know, when we first met, you know, the goal was, Get into college. We was gonna be yeah. on the same staff yeah. eventually. Yeah. That was the that was the yeah, that what was, we used to talk about. Goal. Um, you know, you left me and went to St. Louis, but you know, <laughs> yeah. I was happy for you. Yeah. Um, and like people don't know the things that you did too. Yeah. Working at Chick Fil A. Yep. Yep. And getting a college job like right after that. So, yeah. um, but the next step, man, um, it's like like I try to tell, you know, other trainers that they reach out to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's funny. I have people reach out to me. I don't think I'm a celebrity or nothing like <laughs> that, but people hit me and like, yo, I admire you, and it's a blessing. Um, but I always try to ask them, what is their like, what is their goal in this? Yeah, because I don't think too many people know that um, it's a it's a hustling business. Yeah, it's basically hustling. That's what you're doing. You know, trying to get enough kids in the gym to, if you're doing it full time, to provide for your family, provide for yourself. Um, and, you know, it's a hustle. But at the end of the day, I mean, I love what I do. Um, but, you know, the goal is to get in the NBA. That's the goal. To, um, coach. to have enough. Yeah. To have enough NBA guys that were you training them or, or yeah. coaching them? I mean, both. Uh, yeah. I, w- I would eventually love to coach yeah. and then do player development for a team. But, you know, right now, the short term is to have enough guys in the NBA yeah. uh, to do, you know, I still train high school guys and things of that nature, but I kind of want to move towards, you know, and that's what I've been doing, like going to, you know, summer league every year, yeah, uh, talking to people, um, being in gyms where there are GMs, being, you know, just doing the things that you know, networking and yeah. you know, like I know, like we used to at the Final Four. And yeah, all that. yeah. You yeah. know, you invite me, I'm staying with you. You know, <laughs> yeah. uh, not knowing not to bring no bid in the cards. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know. I was like, okay, I thought I was just supposed to show up and give to get my number. Right, like, yeah, right. let me get your number. You know, <laughs> and I ain't know, but you know, it's just, uh, um, yeah. just the main thing, man. Like, I just want to get in. You know, do. You know, I always had a goal to either coach in college or the league. So, yeah, it, it doesn't change. Um, but until then, it's, it's the trains to get my guys to that next level where I have enough guys. And I never wanted to be the guy that, to have my own academy or nothing like that. Yeah. You know, that that just never has been me. So, um, that's, that's the next step for me, man. Okay, okay. So, we're going to finish with Q&A, All right. wrap it around. Details right. of life, man. I just asked you a couple questions. You ask them, you know, Bet. however you can. Bet. Who, uh, who you, who you support more, Auburn or Alabama football? Who used the what? You support for football, who Auburn support? or Alabama? Roll Tide. Okay, okay. Dame or Steph? Who's the better point guard? <laughs> <laughs> oh, ah, uh, point guard. Uh, sheesh. I, I like Dame. Okay. 
You watch more college basketball or NBA? College. Uh, who's the better shooting guard, Bradley Bill or Clay Thompson? Oh, Clay Thompson. Okay. And then no, no offense. No offense. Like, like no, hey, hey that's, that's your opinion. No offense, no. That's like, no. He can shoot though. Uh, and then the last one I always hit people up with, man, is who is your top five NBA players of all time in no specific order? Because I know we always get stuck on who's number one, who's the greatest. I got but you. if you had to list just the the top five in any order, all right, who so, you got? So this is how I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do the top five I saw. That you saw, yes, because okay. I think so. That, that this, eliminates guys question, like Wilt with, with, and with all this that. question, yes, because with this question, I, I, I like it and I don't because you know, like I know, there were different eras, yeah, and different decades. So, I mean, who's to say? And I'm just being honest, and I think you know, and I, you might laugh at this. You can't say somebody might say Bob Cousy was one of the best point guard I ever saw, and then say put Bob Cousy in today's game, he would get murdered. Man, murdered. Like murdered. <laughs> or George Mikan, or I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I think Wilt was great. Like what I saw on film, yeah. but is he really like like? like I actually do think Wilt is transitioning one of okay, those guys so, that transcend times. My but, thing is like, is he stopping shit? Like, is he scoring a hundred points? Man, nah, and ain't nobody ever scoring okay, 100 points again. Uh, but right, but right, that's right. what I'm saying. Yeah, so I, uh, I don't want to be disrespectful to the errors that I didn't see. Okay. Uh, you know, All right, we'll take the ones that know. you saw. Who, right, who's so your top five? Top five players i ever seen in my life. Of course, the GOAT, Michael Jordan. All right. Uh, I'm torn by this. Um, I'm As of today, I'm going to put him over him right now. I'm going to put Kobe and they don't put LeBron third. Okay. The reason I'm doing that right now, and I'm not a LeBron hater. Me and LeBron came out same year, 2003. Best player in the league. I think his 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 story is still It's still being written. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Fourth okay. would be um, Tim Duncan. Definitely. That's, that's legit. And fifth would have been Shaq. Okay. I've never seen yeah. a dominant force. Dominant yeah. force like that in my life. Oh, n- oh man. Ho, ho, ho. The, the, a- the AI just that, popped yes, in your head was, or something? Yep, I already yep, knew. I was surprised I, you didn't yeah, throw AI I, out there. I, I, I had to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me let me take somebody out. I got to take Who you going to take out, though? Uh, I can't add a six, bro. Man, like, we had the top five. Yeah, you're right. Like, AI. But he might just have to be I, six. I tell, but you know what's funny, though? I mean, T-Mac right there. And I, yeah, I mean, but you know what's funny? I remember everybody would think just because I was a small guard, AI was my favorite player. You know, when he played at Georgetown, right? Yeah. I hated AI. Really? I thought he was good. I just wasn't. Everybody was AI fans. Yeah, everybody yeah. had Georgetown. You know who was my favorite player? Who's that? Ray Allen. Oh, man. He, he was, was my, a killer at UConn. He was my favorite. And in the league. He was my favorite player. Like, yeah. I don't think, like, I had eight, I had his Connecticut jerseys, yeah. Bucks jerseys. Yeah. He was my favorite player. And then I wish you would ask me my top five point guard or something like that. But, you know, top Go five. ahead. Give it to me. Let me. You a point guard, man. Top five points. Um, that I, um, Isaiah Thomas was my favorite. Okay. The second one would have to be AI. Okay. Uh, the third one's Chris Paul. All right. I played against him. Um, 
case with John Stockton. Okay. And uh, who's gonna round out the top five? Top five, my last one, and you might, and my last one was Jason Kidd. You know what? That's that's respectable. That hey, I can't, I can't, I can't dispute none yeah, of them. I like Stevie Nash and all those guys, but I, can't. I don't think people, I don't think the young young generation saw Kid like yeah, prime Kid like. Man. Straight out of California, kid. straight out of California, with, the, with right. the blonde hair, kid. Like I don't think y'all saw him. He was like, legit for he sure. He was legit, but you know, so. Well, yeah. man, get let the people know, man. Your handle. Where can they follow you? Where can they find you? If somebody want to train, how they contact you? All that stuff. Let them know. Oh uh, yeah, man. My uh, handle is uh, on Instagram and Twitter. It's uh, Coach Rob. So it'll be Coach underscore Rob Ten. Um, on Facebook, uh, Robert Allen. Um, so, um, if you trying to train anything, man, just send me a message. Uh, I check my messages. Um, starting to checking them regularly now. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, but I've been so busy. But um, just, um, just hit me, man. I, I get back with you. And just go from there. Yeah, man. Check them out, man. You, you, you got some great content on this. Uh on this page is just you know clips like you don't give all the secrets but enough yeah. where you can watch it and be like yeah. i can see you know what he's doing and some good stuff so make sure you follow him yeah. uh man and and i'm telling you and we're gonna look back on this podcast in a few years like man uh, yeah. again every every few years we look back like yeah, man how man we done came yeah, a long way from crazy. then like, and i'm telling crazy. you five years from now y'all better believe it man you're gonna be known as one of the best trainers right now People kind of know in this area, but nationally and in the NBA, he's going to be known as one of the best trainers. So make sure you get on the bandwagon right yeah, now. Yeah, you speak that right now. Yep, so, yep, yep. Yeah, and just like he said, man, it's we from, if y'all knew us, like from where we started, <laughs> like, in, in the, right. just hooping and seeing now, you know, both of us are where we are right now. So um, it's a blessing. And yep. We speak it, man. This is going to be the best podcast on whatever TV, whatever. So I already speak it right now. Yep, so yep. I'm just happy just to be on here. So well, I appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. Appreciate Hopefully y'all learned something. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate As you, always, man. man. Yes, All right. All y'all be cool. Peace. All right. Peace out. Thanks again to my man, Rob Allen, Coach Rob for coming on to the podcast and coming on to the show, man. Like he you know, he gave you the details of how to go follow him, Instagram, Twitter. So go support my boy and, uh, you know, best of luck to him and everything that he's doing. So to close out here, I want to give you guys a little bit of commentary, give you a little, share a little story. You know, last week I did a little commentary on Coach Walt McCarty and uh, Kobe Bryant, and I got a lot of good reviews on that. So I'm um, trying to do this from time to time. But, man, it's a story. Uh, it's a true story, too, about the story of the Chinese bamboo tree. Right. And so it's a, you know, it's a, it was once a farmer uh, who planted a seed, a Chinese bamboo tree. And, uh, you know, the first year, you know, like everything, you know, you got to cultivate the soil. You got to water it. You know, you need sunshine. And of course, it needs all these things. But year one, there's no growth. Year two, again, you, you see no growth. Year three and year four, still no growth, no sign to show for it. You know, and in all this time. You know, obviously, you know, now you've got your neighbors and you got your friends and starting to say, you know, this guy is still watering the soil. Like, dude, it's not going to grow. Give up. Give it. Give up on it. Right. Why are you still watering this dirt for four years? And you, you realize, you know, it's not going to grow. But sure enough, in the fifth year here, you know, in the fifth year, not only does it grow, it has tremendous growth. It grows 80 to 100 feet in a matter of six weeks. 
and everybody comes and sees all the all the growth and everybody's excited about it then but i think there's two things about that story that i think is really relevant that that, that i got out of that story is number one the faithfulness of this farmer you know he had a vision he knew that it would take five years of cultivation for it to grow right so had he quit anywhere in the first five years and not continued to nurture that that seed it would have died and never and never sprouted and gained and, and been the 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 hundred foot growth that you saw and number two is Yes, you may not have been seeing the growth above the soil, but that entire time it was growing its roots and making sure that it was strong enough to be able to sustain and be able to hold the growth of a 100 foot tree. Right. And so I just think that's a a reminder for us all that, you know, you may not see the growth. I don't know where you're at. You might be in year one. You might be in year four of whatever it is that you're trying to do. But if you got a vision, stick with it. There's people that's going to laugh at you. They're going to say that it's not possible. They're going to wonder why you're doing it this, this way or that way. But man, just grind and grind and grind. And I can tell you, share your stories. When I came back from playing professional basketball, uh, I couldn't even get a job. I spoke three languages, couldn't get a job, was frustrated. And so uh, everywhere I went, they was like, man, you know, you don't have any work experience. I'm like, man, I've been playing basketball, but obviously they didn't consider that work. So what I have to do, I have to go work at a car wash, a car wash. I was sweeping the, the parking lot of a car wash in Kennesaw, Georgia. Real facts. And so, you know, this was so humbling for me because just a couple of months ago, I'm signing autographs in Spain as a professional basketball player. And then a couple of months later, I'm sweeping the car wash. And I remember I'm walking past cars and ladies closing their door, you know, scared. And I'm like, man, you know, it was frustrating. It was humbling. But you know what? I knew where I wanted to get. And so I knew if I wanted to get to uh, step B, that I had to be a good servant and, and, and take care of what I was doing here. And so I decided I was going to have the cleanest uh, parking lot in, in Atlanta, right? And so I say that to say, man, like it's a grind. It doesn't happen overnight. Sometimes people see what I'm doing now, and they're like, I'm doing ESPN Color Commentary and this podcast and uh, working at, uh, as an executive director at a nonprofit at the Y, and everybody's like, whoa, you know, all this other good stuff. But it didn't just happen. It was a grind, right? And that's the same thing with the, the story of the Chinese bamboo tree, same story that Coach Rob just shared. I don't know where you're at. But just if you have a vision, stick with it. It's going to be people that laugh. It's going to, it's, it's, you're going to go through some humble, humbling moments. But when you get there, when that tree sprouts and when you get where you're going, it's an awesome feeling. So I just want to encourage you guys as we go into 2020. I know it's been a rough start for some of you guys. And so just stick with it. Stick with your goals. Stick with your vision. Stick with your grind because nothing happens. Nothing happens. Success never comes before work. Only time that happens is in the dictionary. It takes work. So stay on your grind, stay on, stay, stay with it, man, and just, just be grateful for the moment. And like I said, remember, greatness is in the details. So thank you for tuning in to the details of life. Have a great week. Peace.